Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 179, roadcast number 20 from Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Well, actually, we're just leaving. <clears throat> we're just leaving New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm here with Mikey. And what's up, dude? What's up, dude? Dude, that was a fun fucking trip. It was. And we still have seven more hours to go. Yeah. How much time do you think we added by stopping in New Orleans? I don't even care because it was so worth it. <laughs> dude, I fucking... New Orleans... I know you hate the city because it's gross, but it's my favorite city in the world. Is it really? For sure. Like, when I'm 25 years into comedy and I'm touring all the time and I need a home base city, it's going to be New Orleans. They don't even have any comedy clubs here. They have one. They'll, they'll make one by then. I'll open one, dude. <laughs> this is the perfect city for me. Everybody drinks and smokes and parties, and they love food. How fucking good was your meal? It was pretty fucking good. Uh, we stopped. So we pulled off into New Orleans on the way back from Fort Walton Beach. And we'll go over some Florida stuff. Yeah. Too, but while this is fresh, we uh, we stopped. We were originally going to go to Parkway, which, uh, if anyone knows, is the best po' boy in the whole fucking world. But uh, I looked up and it said online that Coop's place was dog friendly. So we were like, all right, cool. And we got my puppy dog, Whiskey Girl. Whiskey Girl, whoop, whoop. Make some whiskey noise. Girl. Make some noise. Ah, you she's bitch. Not, yeah, she's fuck you, Whiskey, you sleepy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she got so scared of horses. That was awesome. That was the first time ever seeing a horse in person. Bro, she was freaking the fuck out. Um, I said in person as if she's like a big yeah. fan of spirit or something. Yeah, no, dog, she just sits there on her phone all day looking at pictures of horses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so we, we went to Coops, but then they were not dog friendly. Um... So they were anti-dog. They're like, if you don't get out yeah. here in five seconds, we're gonna boil your dog. Yeah. Uh, but so I got a Coop's Creole sampler to go, and then you went to the French Market. Yeah. And got some grilled catfish and some chef sides, and then we went and sat by the Mississippi River and looked over at the bridge, and ate our delicious Creole food. And uh, now that we're back on the road, I told you, hey, I will pay for parking if you will drive us by the bakery bar. The greatest place in all of the land. They make these cakes. And you are not a big sweets guy. No. However, that doesn't matter. And that means nothing in the world of gourmet cookery. So I asked you what flavor of cake you like. You said red velvet slaps. So Well, actually, I said I don't like cake. But if I had to choose, red velvet would be the one. So uh, I have got you. I wish the, the viewers could see this. I got a picture of it. But this is a red velvet salty ball. So put that bitch in your mouth. Just the whole thing? You can, you can put the whole thing or you can just eat some of it. So if you want to look inside of it. What do you think? It's all right. All right. It's definitely salty. Goddamn. Oh, is it real salty? Yeah, try it. I've never had a salty ball. Yeah, it's really salty. It's too salty. I don't like that. Oh, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't like that. That's terrible. Ah. That, what the fuck, bro? Oh, God. You bastard. Hey, bakery bar. What are these salty balls, dude? Oh, no, sir. Do you like chocolate or lemon better? Lemon. All right, here. This will fix that. This is a lemon dough bite. What if it's just worse? It's not. <laughs> I promise it's not. I've had a hundred of them. This is a four-layer cake. with It's a four-layer white cake with lemon filling and then a lemon fondant over the top. How All do you right. feel about that? This is more like it. Yeah. Mm. That red velvet thing was the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that was bad. Mm. I'd rather eat canned sardines. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was in chocolate land. I just shoved a whole chocolate one in my face. Damn, I'm so fat. <laughs> I did. When you were sleeping in the car... I was just, I looked at the, how the seatbelt goes over your stomach, and I was like, that's insane. Yeah, dog, I'm huge. <laughs> I'm um, probably going to die of diabetes. But at least I know about things like dough bites. How good was that lemon shit? Well, I mean, it was really good, but it's like, I'm done. You know what I mean? I wouldn't, I wouldn't get more than one. Well, that's why I got six of them. I got five dough bites and I got one salty ball. And bakery bar, I'm mad at you for not. Well, I guess you did tell me it was a salty ball. Yeah, but I didn't think that it would actually include salt. Yeah, I just assumed it was a cake pop or something. That's wild that that would exist. Who even likes that? Who's eating salty cake? 
Well, who the hell likes salt and vinegar chips? I love salt and vinegar oh. chips. Bro, they're so good. Nah, dog. They're not supposed to be. It's supposed. It, that's a whole. They're not thing. supposed to be good. I know, cause they're not. That's not supposed to be sweet, though. What? Cake is cake is always sweet. Oh, I know, but I'm Red just saying. Red velvet is supposed to be sweet. And that wasn't. It left a fucking aftertaste too. Like I'm actually mad. That just like ruined my meal. No, it didn't. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, we went. Well, what's your favorite fish? Damn, probably like, salmon. Yeah, like if you were like last meal in prison, and they, like they were their only fish, we could get any fish in the world. See, that's tough because my favorite way to eat fish is like a nigiri style tuna piece. A what? Nigiri, where they oh. put a slice of fish over rice. Oh. So like a fatty tuna. Oh man. I think they, I'm talking cooked, bro. Cooked fish. Yeah. Probably like, like a cedar plank salmon, done ooh. correctly. Damn. That's fire. Which, what kind of salmon, though? Alaskan or Soho? Uh, probably Alaskan. Yeah. Um, I uh, I think, like, my favorite salmon I've ever had was in Seattle. It was fantastic. But, like, uh, in terms of, like, fish dishes, my favorite is, uh, like, a really good Dungeness crab. Oh, dude, man, that's not fish. That's crab. Yeah. Mm. That's its own weight class. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to pick crab crab over fish 10 times out of 10. Yeah. But my favorite fish to eat is catfish. And you just got some. I know. And it was, and it was amazing. fire. It was amazing. It was perfect. The way that the filet just, like, melted in my mouth, it was just, like, perfect. And they had that Cajun spices on it. And I was like, oh. bruh, bruh. It was 25 bucks, though. Cajun food is the best food in the whole world. I don't think that there is a uh, style of food. Or Let's, cooking that so, I like more than Cajun slash Creole. If you were in my position, so I walked in there. We had my dog, so we couldn't eat in, so I had to, to order to go. And I, they had me order at the bar. And I got the grilled catfish with the sides or whatever. No drink, no nothing. It was 25 bucks. Uh-huh. There's a tip line. Guess how much I put and what would you have put? Uh, I would. You said it was 25? 25 bucks. And all he did was punch it into a computer. I would have put five. I put three. Okay. It's not the end of the world. It's a to-go order, so they're not expecting to make real tips from that. But, yeah. Um, That's what I was like. Do I still do 20% even though that there wasn't any service? Yeah, to me, like, uh, it's the whole tip argument. It sucks because what I believe on, like, a, a fundamental level is that it's wrong for restaurants to shift the payment onto the customer. Yeah. As a restaurant goer, it shouldn't be my job to make sure the servers are paid. I should be leaving a tip to appreciate and thank them for going above and beyond. Right. I tip based on service, 100%. Yeah. So when you start paying, you pay them two thirteen an hour and you make them tip pool and you fucking book them 30 hours a week so that you don't have to give them any benefits so they're not full time. It's like, fuck, that sucks. Like, you know, it, it sucks that you're not making any money. And, you know, you have six servers on the floor and nobody has any money. And now I have to tip you or you're not going to make any money, you know, this hour. Like, that sucks. Yeah. I empathize with that. And I didn't choose that system. So there's some places where it's like, all right, fine, fuck it. I'll just tip extra because the system sucks. Yeah, I tip based on service. So my whole thing was, I was like, there's no real, I mean, there's no service here. Why? And so here's the thing. You know, I hate when people are like, oh, I tip based on service. But I actually do and like I'll tip I'll tip zero sometimes if you're absolute dog shit and you're like like you just suck ass and you're like you know you, there, there's there's examples I'll tip nothing but at the same time if you're great like it, like my favorite thing like my ideal dining experience is you come up with the water or whatever ask for me my drink most of the time by the time you even come and ask me for my drink I already know what I want what I want to order like I said I go to places knowing what I want mm -hmm. and so I punch it in and then you fuck off you bring me my food, maybe ask how it is one time, and then just fuck off, and then when I'm ready for the check, bam. If, if all of that happens, I tip 50%. So when I was waiting 50%. tables, my thing was I always wanted to see what the table wanted. Because like, some tables are like you. You go up and you, you say, hey, how's it going? Welcome. Uh, you guys, Have you guys been in before? Yeah. And I say, yeah, all right. Do you already have an idea of what you want, or do you want me to get some drinks started and you look over the menu, you know? Yeah. Figure out where they're at. And, you know, if there's somebody like you that's like, nah, just give me a, a Coke and the fucking mac and cheese. Yeah. Bring it over. I'll be like, all right, bet. And then I'll go put your order in. And then after your food comes out, I'm going to come by once to make sure that the kitchen didn't fuck it up. Right. Yo, all this shit's right. Yeah. But nice. Like, hello, everything is to your satisfaction. 
Yeah. And then after that, I'm dip set and I'm just looking to see if you flag me down for anything. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's but, what I tip based on because it's it's a. Uh, and I just so I also give like clues too to them to like leave me alone. I'll be like, thanks, bro, or like I'll talk to them like people, and so they're just like, all right, cool, this guy's set. Yeah, but then there are also like there's families where like they want you to like walk them through the menu, like, hey, welcome, bro. I check this out. This is what we're known for. This is why people come in. That's this ass. is our best dish. This is a little bit of our history, you know. And like so for me though, I love that shit. When I go to a place and it's my first time there, I might have an idea of what I want. But it's probably because it's their signature thing, and I want to know why. I want the server to be like, yo, this fucking burger is the reason that our doors are open. This shit fucking slaps. Put it in your face. And then I'm like, yes, bring that to me. So did you see me getting annoyed with our waiter when we were at McGuire's? Because, Bro, that guy could kill himself. But but specifically to the point, so I ordered my I ordered my steak, right? I ordered the, I ordered, well, what was it? The... Fucking you got mashed potatoes. I guess so. I got the prime rib, right? Yeah, you got. Prime and he goes rib, like this. Oh, if, if and salad. So I go, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ordered prime rib, mashed potatoes, salad. Bam, just like that. Cool. Move on, right? He goes, oh well, if I were you, I'd recommend you get the this the this, asparagus because you can get a salad. No, but anyway. first, b- before that, he goes, oh yeah, I recommend this uh, prime rib because they cook it the same way and then they throw it on the grill for like whatever and then they bring oh, it back. Oh, that's the right. He said, and do so, you like flavor? Yeah, do you like that flavor? That was the question he asked. Like, fuck off, bro. What and do you so mean flavor? I got mad, and I was like, is that what you recommend? And he goes, well, you know, yeah, if you like flavor. And I was like, dude, I'm, like, you derailed what I was saying, and then now I'm asking you a direct question. Is that what you recommend? It's a yes or no question. Yeah. You already felt highly enough about this thing to even say anything. And so I was like, so I, then I said, fine, I'll go with that one. Right, I looked. It was the same price, so I don't even know why that's even a, a separate item. And so then, he's all right, cool. You get two sides. I was like mashed potatoes and a salad. He goes, ooh, you know, you could get a salad anywhere. I recommend you get the asparagus here. Or he didn't say recommend. He said something else, and I was like, is that what you recommend? And he did the same like roundabout thing. I was like, dude, like just either write down what I said I wanted or get the fuck out of my face. Dude, that guy started off the night. We were outside. So McGuire's uh, is a uh, very highly rated place in Destin. Uh, they also have a Pensacola location. Um, one fascinating thing about the restaurant is that there are do- like dollar bills stapled to almost every square inch of available roof. Um, wall. The, w- wall everywhere. We spoke to a guy. Um, everybody in town seems to know that McGuire's has to pay taxes on all of the cash that's on the wall. Okay. Um, but there's over $2 million at the Pensacola location and probably the same at the Destin location that we went to. Justin once. <laughs> Justin, $2.1 million in singles. Which is just crazy to think about taking that many bills out of circulation. <laughs> but uh, so the guy, like, we were expecting a little bit of a wait. So they have bars outside and we order their signature drink, the Irish Wake, which is 151 Blue Curacao. And fucking orange juice. Is blue curacao an alcohol or is it just a yeah, color? Yeah, it's a mixer. It's oh okay. Yeah, it's like a. I, I don't. I can't think of what they. You wouldn't call take a, it. You wouldn't take a shot of it though, would you? No, not really. I mean, it, it's like a. I think seventeen and a half percent or seventeen and a half proof or something like that. Oh, okay. It's a very low percentage alcohol. It's very sweet, but you use it in a lot of drinks um, to give them the blue color and like a sweet, yeah, tropical flavor. But so this blue curacao mixed with orange juice made it green of course so we have this big fucking green iced coffee looking motherfucker <laughs> we sit down at the table and then our fucking waiter cards everybody and then your aunt pulls out her ID and he goes oh this is fake and she goes haha very funny and he goes no I'm being serious this is fake I'm gonna have to get my manager she goes okay and he goes and I'm gonna have to take your drink and, and your she aunt immediately, switch. when she when he said, "I'm gonna have to take your drink," your aunt immediately went, "Why don't you go get your manager then?" And like super bit like pissed. And, and then he was like, oh, "I'm just playing." It's like, yeah, dog, we knew the whole time. Yes. And he, then he said, "I I had to do it. I have a face for it." It's like, bro, you got a face for getting hit with a two by four. I fucking hate <laughs> you. I hope you headbutt a bullet on your way out of here. That guy <laughs> made me so fucking mad. So he he does all of that fucking spiel at the beginning, which fuck you, go away. Second off, he's wearing a, a poorly fitting suit, so he just looks like a fucking street performer. I didn't notice that. 
Like, dog, get your shit tailored. That's what you wear to work. I don't know. It's funny because I don't. I know, I'm very observant, and I notice like the like weird shit. But like straight up, like we were at the we were in the green room, and the the bartender at the club that I know came in, and she was like, "Oh, you know, you have the two in the room," and she said their names, and she goes, "Oh, the ones the one of them's the bigger one. That's you know Amber or whatever." And I was like, "Ah, I could." They were both kind of skinny. She's like, yeah. "Oh no, you're tripping." And I was like, "No, I mean, I guess, I mean, one wasn't." They were, one wasn't particularly like a fucking. She wasn't three hundred pounds, so I didn't. No. Know, I didn't register her being a fat. I thought she was pretty. One hot. was like one ten, and one was like one forty. Yeah, but so the other girl, who I think she had body dysmorphia, and was trying to lump herself in because she was about a buck seventy. She was like, "No, me and that girl are the same size." Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> the the no. amber, amber chick was pretty hot, dude. Uh, dude, you at McGuire's, you fell in love. Oh, dude. I know. I you were ready to throw in the towel and have children and marry this woman. I lost my appetite. I only finished like half my steak because I was just like, in my, love. my stomach flipped. I was like, yeah. oh man, I need to talk to her. And then she was also at work. She had like a like a grip of pens. There was like 15 pens in her pocket. And I was going to be like, hey, what do you use all those pens for? And then, you know, after she was done saying whatever bullshit answer she was going to say, she was like, well, why don't you use it to write your number down on my hand? Nice. But, you know, I just don't want to like, do that to her harass people at work yeah no you made the right move by not hitting on her but it was also just very funny to watch you be in love she was gorgeous bro i also fucked a a a slave yeah you kept calling her that that well she was bro she was telling me like so she's like legally backstory give some backstory she's like it's called an al pigeon or something like that like a pair Al pair, yeah, she was an al pair, but she's telling me all these things that she does for this white family. A live-in maid. She's just a live-in maid, That's which is, is slavery. Legit. She, she like she t- she told me she's from this program from Mexico, and they switch her to other families so she doesn't get too comfortable with them. I'm like, that is fucking, that like going sent to another plantation. It's like the it's like it was crazy. But the thing she was saying, like I would be like, yeah, I don't know if that's in the. I don't know if that's in your uh, your document, like the documentation of stuff that you have to do. I mean, like she was like washing feet and shit. I was like, that's insane. I'd say I, no. Yeah, but I mean, like also, and I'm not condoning it, but her life probably sucked back home, and now she gets to live in a mansion in Seattle. Yeah, and all she has to do is uh, like indentured servitude, which Does, is just like the cool way to say slavery, kind of. But she's not like getting hit. I should have asked. I should have. Yeah, no. Of co- I mean, of course not. It's you can't compare the two things. But I was just like, it was like, I was just like, damn. Also, also, that's your that's your life. You banged her. Yeah. In this car. Yeah. And then w- she used your dog's towel to wipe out your cum. I didn't cum in her. On her, whatever. Hehehe. <laughs> 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 See, it's getting better. <laughs> Every anyway, now and then you can hit it. Um, anyway, yeah. Well, it was funny. So I was showing. So we were out playing pool and and shit and uh, with my uncle and my aunt. And he was like, "Oh, like you on Tinder or whatever." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good idea." So I boosted my profile, matched with this chick, and I was showing him, you know, my method. My method, yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know, please say you're not a bot. Please don't be a bot, LMFAO. And then you know, we, we I've talked I've talked about this on the podcast. And so she says, oh ha ha, I'm not. And I was like, see, watch this, bro, slam dunk every time. And I go, prove it, drink something tonight, right? And this was Thanksgiving Day. This yeah. was this was actual Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. So we were at the, like the only place that was open. And so she goes, oh, like I can't drink tonight. Oh yeah, that's another thing that I was like, that sounds like slavery. She's not allowed to drink. Like all this stuff And I was like What the fuck And then So she's like Oh I can't drink And so then I just Unmatched her Cause I was like Well fuck this uh, And Then I get a message On Instagram Oh I was just Checking out your profile When your When your When your Tinder page Disappeared I don't know what happened And I was like Yeah me neither That's that's crazy Anyway You, you wanna meet up and she was like To do what And I just straight up Was like to fuck And she was like I'm down and so she sent me the address to this, like, ball-and-ass beachfront mansion, like, uh-huh. 20 minutes away. I was like, yo. And so I went, I picked her up, and she, like, came out of the back, like, with a white claw. I was like, I thought you couldn't drink. And then she hops in, and I took her back to that pool bar, and she didn't know, she didn't even know what pool was. 
Nice. She like spoken bro. She spoke broken broken English. She was like straight out of like Ciudad Juarez or something. Sick. Uh, which is you know one of the only cities in in Mexico that I actually know. Um, and is it, I actually thought Mexico City was in New Mexico for like the longest time. Nah, bro. It's in old Mexico. Yeah. Well, it's I in mean, Mexico classic. Mexico is just there's not they're not adding new parts to Mexico. Yeah. Um. They're actually losing it. It's sinking into the ground. That's fine. Okay. What, are you going to be sad? It's not our state. Or it's not our country. Oh, no, Cinco. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I had a teacher how to play pool, and she was terrible at it, so I just ripped ass and just destroyed her every time. Yeah. Good. And I was like, after two games, I was like, you want to just get out of here? And then we went and we hooked up in my car in the parking lot of the venue we were performing at. Yeah, last that's a night. cool move. It was pretty sick. Yeah, nice, nice. And then you just texted me, dog, I just fucked a slave. <laughs> well, I was hammered. And I was literally drunk as fuck, and everything she was saying, I was like, man, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I wonder how she feels about her life. Is this fucking goofy-ass comedian picked her up in his bumperless Corolla, and then was like... Yo, you're trying to fuck in a parking lot? Hey, your life sounds terrible. <laughs> your life's basically slavery. Now come suck my dick till it hurts. It did hurt, bro. She was doing that deep throat shit, but she would, like, give it that extra thing. And if you think about it, it's just, like, your dick being curved down her throat, which is a hard object. Yeah. It did not feel good. If it was cool at first. Yeah, at first it's cool, and then you're like, hey, ow, stop. Yeah, just, just let's do the that regular stuff. That thing doesn't stuff. bend like that. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, the Seth Rogen laugh is creepy Bro, this is such a far drive Yeah, no shit We ate so much food, now I just want to sleep Yeah, no shit Oh, man So, I am the curse of the Comedy Zones, apparently Because <laughs> every show that you've done for a Comedy Zone without me has been sold out. Sold out to the, to the brim. Fucking just everybody having the time of their life, doing amazing stuff. And then Harrisburg, we had fucking 80 the second night. Fucking Fort Walton, we've been talking all this shit. The block is the best, bro. It's going to be so fucking sick. Last time they had to bring in more tables so people could sit. We had, what, 50? Yeah, about 50. There was a tornado watch and a well, storm yeah, that going was the thing. on. It was a, the a, day after Black Friday. A huge tornado, a storm, Thanksgiving weekend. It was the day after day after Black Friday, so everybody probably spent too much looking for any excuse to just not go out. They're like, oh, well, it, it, there is a tornado warning. Yeah, so that was fine. We had a host who was the very first woman to ever do comedy. <laughs> she was three or 400 years old. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was her first writing credit? Uh, fucking, I, I think she wrote for Jesus. <laughs> no, no, no. She wrote for Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, she wrote for <laughs> Shakespeare. No, but she was doing like fucking Joan Rivers jokes from the 80s and stuff. Uh, that was fine. Uh, she said she was going to do anywhere between 5 and 15. There's a huge difference. Yeah, and I think she I think she did like 6. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she, just, she set a bunch of rules, and then she brought me up. And they did not know how to feel about me at the beginning. And then I, I started to crack him on some stuff. Yeah. Should not have opened with an abortion joke. <laughs> but you know what? Fuck you, Florida. Get over it. You guys should have all been aborted. So how do you feel about that? That was said by Mike Eaton. Yeah, Mike Eaton says everyone that was at that show that got offended by abortion should have been aborted. Uh, but then I got him back on the pedophile jokes, surprisingly. <laughs> they were super into that. Um, wow. And it was fine. And then you did your set. and It was fine. I almost had a panic attack. Yeah. Like a legit act. Like that was probably, I literally kept looking over at the owner, like at his table. And well, it wasn't that. It was <clears throat> ever since I did those mushrooms and I've stopped smoking weed and shit, I'll just randomly, it hasn't happened in like a year, <clears throat> but I'll just get this feeling and I can't describe it, but it literally starts like in my feet, crawls up my back, <clears throat> starts in my toes, Ugh. makes me wrinkle my nose. Colby Calais. Forever goes. Uh, already know. But then it gets to like, it, it will slowly go up and I'll feel it coming. I'm like, fuck, I'm about to have a panic attack. And I was like mid setting up a joke 
and I feel it just coming to my head. So I don't even remember what I was saying. All I know that in my own head, I wasn't even thinking about the jokes I was saying. I was just like, like, come on, like, be a fucking man. Like, don't you can't freak out right now. Be like, a man. But I was just like, man, I could just my, Mike's. I was like, Mike's right back there. I could just fucking yo, Mike, get back on stage for ten minutes so I could run to the green room and splash water in my face or something because I'm about to like freak out. Like, yeah. I, like it just I'll just randomly get like existential crises like that. And then, you know, it doesn't help when it happens when you're on, like... That was the first time I've ever been on stage and had, like, anxiety, ever. Oh, man. Also, the, but the lights, all the lights were on. All of the lights, all of the lights. Or stop singing. Uh, <laughs> all of the lights were on, so it was just, like, I just... It was just so exposed in there. I was just like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, it was... And the lights were red. And very bright. Very bright red-orange lights everywhere. But... Felt like the whole room was breaking. But the mark, the mark, the the venue is, is fucking sick, dope as fuck. We just got fucked by that storm. Yeah, and then people all showed up after. It was packed as fuck after that. Yeah, dope place. It, but it, I mean, it was miserable, cold and rainy. And then like outside, uh, I was watching this band. They were very good. And are you gonna and, tell this? No. Ah, all right. Uh, I was watching the band, and they were playing music, and they were good. But so we went to go smoke a joint. Of CBD because I don't do marijuana, Galen, and I went to go smoke a CBD joint uh, with the band's girlfriend. Uh, but when we went to go run to go smoke a joint, we couldn't because it was raining so fucking hard. So we kept having to wait. So I kept coming back to play pool with you. So we were playing pool with you. It was me and you versus like people uh, who are at the show. Yeah, this uh, veteran guy and his girlfriend or wife or whatever. And then I, she was also guy. a veteran. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't. So she also served, but she was talking a bunch of shit at one point, and I said, hey, calm down, Coast Guard, and she laughed pretty hard at that. So was, was she good. in the Coast Guard? No. Oh. That's why it was funny. Oh, okay. She was in the Air Force. They both were. She seemed a little chonky to be in the Air Force, but you know, maybe she got out a while ago. Well, they even they need cargo. Yeah, that's true. Someone's got to lift the bags and shit. Yep. Uh, but so we were playing pool with them, and this other weird dude showed up that I guess was at the show as well. Yeah, but I don't remember him being in there. I know he was. He was giving me some weird vibes. And um, he well, he walked right up and he's like, "Let me get a celebrity shot." I was like, "Bro, this game just started." And then was taking ass shots. <laughs> I know. He finally had some good shots at the end when he and I were on a team. But then I think me and you beat him both times. Yeah, because yeah. I came in like Mariano Rivera and closed that shit out. Yeah. Those two shots were like. God level closeouts without scratching too. I made some crazy good shots last night too. Yeah, we had a lot of. We've been getting pretty good at pool. Yeah, bro, we've been playing a lot of pool. Well, with the first, on Thanksgiving Day we went to the pool. I was I sucked, bro. Yeah, I don't know what it was about like, what what the hell that was. I just fucking sucked, bro. Yeah, you Lost, and your like, uncle both game. were not great, but yeah. your aunt was smoking us. Yeah. Also, your uncle's a dope fucking guy. Yeah, it's also weird cool. to think that he's like your uncle and then he's like my age. Yeah, he's only like I think he's four years older than me. Wild. Well, so my mom's dad, Ron, uh, whom I've only met one time, uh, he had three kids with my grandma, and then he like left them when my mom was like a little kid, when they were all little kids, uh, and went off and had like another kid with this black chick. Hell yeah. And then had another kid with some other chick. Do you have a black uncle then, or a half black uncle? I have a half black aunt. Oh hell yes. Uh, yeah, Aunt Tanisha. Uh, that rules. And uh, oh, dude, you want to hear a fucking hilarious thing? Yeah, of course. So, um, oh man. All right. So when I was a, this is a crazy story to tell, actually. Cool. I'm gonna get a dough bite while you tell it. Now that I'm remembering it. Uh, so when I was a. When my stepdad and my mom first started dating, uh, you know, he would, like, try and hang out with me and stuff. And so he put me in Little League and shit. And then he, he bought me uh, a week-long camp called Mark. It was Mark Cressy's baseball camp. And, but when he told me that he was sending me to camp, I cried and ran to my room because I thought we were just learning about, like, the Holocaust and shit. Uh, and, but, you know, I was a kid, so I was like, you're sending me to camp. Like, that was the only camp I had known. And I was, af I was afraid of being, like, alone. So I didn't want to go, even if it was, like, some winter camp, I didn't want to go to that. Uh, and so it was this baseball camp at, at uh, some park in, like, Irvine where he would, you know, uh -huh. he would drop me off. I'd be there for four hours. He'd come pick me up. And then each day afterwards, we'd go to Burger King. 
because they had Furby toys. This is how long ago this was. They had Furby toys. Uh, Those things are the devil. <laughs> but I got kicked out of the camp on day three. <laughs> Perfect. Because, well, dude, I was singing the Barbie girl, the, you know, I'm a Barbie girl, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, like the, the thing. And this, like, and no racism, nothing, right? I was a little-ass kid. We were all just little-ass kids. This, like, black kid, like, got in my face and was like, you watch too much TV. Uh-huh. Because I was singing the song. And at first, I was like, what does that even mean? And so, without even hesitating, I said, oh, yeah, without Abraham Lincoln, you wouldn't even be able to watch TV. Nice. And I got kicked out of the camp. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't get his money back. And so, this was, like, like first year of, like, being with my mom and nice. being, like, you know, he's kind of a nightmare. Yeah. And, then, and like, he's like oh, I spent 500 bucks just so I could get some alone time with his mom, and he gets kicked out, and I don't get my money back. Oh, <laughs> that rules. And so my mom was like, fuck that. You're not going to be – you're not going to say some shit you're like that. You're not cock-blocking here. No, no, no. My mom was just like – just like, you know, obviously there was no racism, racism behind it. It was just that's what we were learning about. Like, and we were learning about the Civil War and, you know, second grade or whatever the fuck. Uh, and man, that's a rough year. You just learned about the Holocaust and slavery. <laughs> God damn, Galen. <laughs> My school was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and so I had to write this report. I had to read this book uh, on slavery, and my mom wanted me to write an essay on it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like, like a page because I was a kid. Uh, and so I Would remember you write, slavery was bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is why slavery was bad. They did not have fun. They were mean to the slaves, and that is not good. It is not good to be mean to slaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here you are, fucking 15 years later, banging one out in the backseat of the Corolla. It's been longer than 15 years, bro. Okay. Wait, I'm 26. Yeah. 50, it was probably 15 years ago, 16, 17 years ago. I had to be like 7 or 8. Okay. No, no, no. I had to be 9 or 10. It doesn't matter. Um, but You're right. So here's where it ties in to my aunt thing is that uh, he made a comment like I had to like read a book and I, we were learning about slavery in school or whatever. And he asked he or he said like a, like a like a joke. Like he was like, oh, well, you could ask your aunt Tamala because that's Tanisha's mom. He's like, you could ask your aunt Tamala about slavery. And I was just like, what the fuck? And so like I, I don't remember if I did or not, but I remember my mom being like, don't don't do that. Yeah, you can't just you can't just like have this little kid walk and be like, "How is slavery?" Yeah, like, <laughs> tell me about slavery, black ant. <laughs> That's wild, dude. I so um, I learned the other day. So my great aunt, rest in peace. She was a sweet lady. So on my mom's side of the family, her mom uh, is one of three sisters, and the oldest sister, Robbie, married this guy Damon, and they have a big family. And then Virginia is her mom, who married my grandpa Harold, and they had a big family. And then the youngest sister, Jean, we don't know if she was, like, a lesbian or, like, a slut, but, like, she was a flight attendant and partied and had so much fun and had, like... She's just sleeping. Yeah. Your dog is asleep. Uh, but, so she was... Aunt Jean was just, like, the party fun aunt. Yeah. And she always had, like, cool stuff to do. So, like, growing up, like, my mom and all of her siblings would go out and party with Jean and stay on her farm and all this cool stuff. So as Jean got older... She got, you know, a, a little crazier, and she was born in the 30s, you know, so she's, you know, a little behind the times, uh, and she would always call cashews, the nut, inward toes. <laughs> what? And she always, yeah, that was like, if there was a bowl of cashews, she would say, pass the inward toes. But she would actually say it? Hard R. Bro! Hard R, no hesitation, not with like a hatred or a racism about it. Just like a, that's what those are called. So I grew up thinking an old racist term for cashews is inward toes. Oh, However, God. what's even better about it is that the actual racist thing is about Brazil nuts. It's a different nut. It's not even cashews, but a bunch of people call Brazil nuts inward toes. Are you serious? Dead serious. So... My aunt was not only racist, but retarded. It's just <laughs> so fucking funny. Because I found that out. We were at, uh, fuck, I don't remember, a group of people was at Creek, and they were talking about Brazil nuts being inward toes, and I was like, I thought that was cashews. I said, no, it's Brazil nuts. We Googled it, and sure enough, Brazil nuts, that's a nickname for him. When did that start? I've never heard that. I don't know. I'm sure it's some crazy. There's a bunch of that shit in the South. My mom said this one 
Uh, one time, uh, I picked her up from a work meeting, or like a work event where she'd been working uh, like trade show all day. Yeah. And so I'm driving her, and she's making calls, and she calls this person, and she leaves them a voicemail. Says, "Hey, I'm so sorry I couldn't get to you today. I was surrounded by Indians. Uh, let me know, <laughs> you know, when you're free, and we can talk and catch up." She hangs up. I'm like, "Hey, mom, what the fuck was that?" <laughs> what do you mean surrounded by Indians? She's like, oh, you know, like, it's the saying, like, you know, when the pilgrims, they're surrounded by Indians, so they had to be quiet so they didn't get killed. I was like, okay, so you just said you were busy at work, and the way you described that to a coworker was you said, I'm being silent like the pilgrims so I don't get murdered by Indians. <laughs> do you think they're going to know what you meant, or do you think that they're going to be like, Oh, Lori doesn't like talking around Indian people, and she was just <laughs> around a lot of them today for some reason. It just blew my fuck. There's like some of those old sayings where it's just like, "What?" <laughs> All right, I'll keep. I'll, I'll just carry oh, oh, the whole podcast. I'm, drink, I'm trying to drink water, bro. With that, oh, okay. I'm still, I'm still tasting that salty ass piece of shit ass fucking. Oh man, I stuck. I, the one I just ate was the chocolate cheesecake, and man, it was good. I'm saving the black and gold for last. Nice. Oh, but so I was saying, and then he had another kid with another person. And that's yeah. my uncle. And so, you know, and then I was born like four years later. I only met that guy one time. The uh, sperm donor grandpa. Yeah. You got a cool family dynamic. It's a lot of, a lot of cool stories. A lot, of, a lot of people well, doing cums and then leaving. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. It, uh, is a, it is a funny family dynamic. Well, you know, it, it's funny stories now, but, like, back then, I'm sure it wasn't that funny. Yeah, it was probably really sad when it was happening. Yeah. Um, do you think you're ever going to abandon any children? I probably already have some out there. You think so? No. I always, I pretty much always wear condoms, and I'm not, like, most of the women that I've ha- had sex with, like, are able to reach me yeah. in, in one way or another. So I don't really see it. I'm sure nobody's, like... Just having a kid with me and then just be like, I'm going to go raise this thing on the, on, right. its, on its own. Dude, people always joke about that. That happened to my old boss in L.A. What? He found out he had a kid. He was like 16. What the fuck? Uh, so he was at like a work conference. 16 years ago? Uh, like, yeah, at this point, like it's been 20 years ago. But he's at a work conference. He bangs this chick. They go their separate ways. She goes back to the state that she lives in. She's pregnant. She doesn't want to bother him, doesn't want to involve him. Damn. Doesn't believe in abortion, just has the baby, raises him. Uh, the kid is, like, 16, and uh, her job, she gets fired from her job. She loses her job. Something happens, and she applies for, like, Social Security benefits. Yeah. Uh, and, like, unemployment stuff and, like, WIC so that she can feed him. And the state that she applied for those benefits in was like, well, where is the father? She says, he's not in the picture. And they go, well, you don't get benefits unless you go to the father first. So then that state reaches out to my boss. So one day at work, my boss just gets a call from the state of this place. They're like, hey, you're the father of a 16-year-old. You need to start paying this money. So now he has to send all of this money every month. Basically. Does he really? Yeah. I would, I would Until just say, he's 18. I would just say no. They'll garnish your wages. It's the government. What? You, don't, you can't say no. What if what it can't he like request a DNA test? Or like? uh, he, he did. It's his. What? Yeah. All that's done. It's his kid. He has to pay. Yeah. Did he go and meet it? Uh, yes. His son came and visited. They have a relationship now. He did like the right thing about it. But it's so crazy because he already has two kids with like his new wife, and you know, it's like a happy guy, and like then just finds out he has a sixteen-year-old. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Well, that's pretty much what happened to my biological dad. He yeah. fucking yeah. Well, so he's a professional golfer, bro, and he was on the European side, the European tour and shit. And so it's like, no disrespect to my mom, she's just a regular person. Yeah. So it's like, how how is my regular person mom gonna get in contact with a guy like that back then? Yeah. Like now we were like, you know, I got in contact with him because he retired and opened a restaurant which he named after himself, so it was pretty easy to fucking find. Yeah. Uh, and then we you know we connected, and then now we have a. An online relationship because I'm not going to spend ten grand to fly out there just to meet some guy. Uh, but, dude, would you uh, tag team a chick with your dad? Uh, the one that I haven't met. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. 
That seems like something you would find funny. It would be. You don't think that would be funny? Uh, it's just it, it is funny. It, and you're uniquely set up to where it would be not emotionally damaging. Yeah, I mean, most people have a relationship with their dad, and it's like, whoa. Yeah, I couldn't do that with my stepdad. No way. Exactly. Well, actually, it depends on how hot the chick is. Like for real. All right. If it was like Rosie Huntington Whiteley, I don't know who that is. Bruh, bruh. She's a. Uh, she was in one of the the newer Transformers movies. Um, she blonde chick. Blonde chick. Yeah. Blue eyes, huge tits. Yeah. She's Sorry. a Victoria's Secret supermodel. She was in Mad Max as the pregnant chick in Mad Max. Fury Ew. Road. Well, you know, she wasn't hot. She wasn't supposed to be hot in that. She has range. She's either a hot chick or a pregnant chick. Whoa. <laughs> what incredible range she has. Man, this guy's on your ass. I know. I don't know what he wants me to do about I fucking it. fucking love the roadcast, dude. There's just the added benefit of we're driving 80 miles an hour. Yeah. The world's most dangerous podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So, uh, your aunt has a dog named Zoe. Yeah, she is a Great Dane, and when she stands up on her hind legs, she is six feet seven inches tall, and she weighs two hundred and five fucking pounds. Why is this bitch calling me? Oh, some chick's calling you. Are you gonna answer it? No. Talk to her on the podcast. No. Hello, tender slut. Would you like some cums? No. Anyway. Um, so your aunt has this huge fucking dog. Uh, it's bigger than you. Yeah, I mean, it weighs 230 pounds or whatever. I mean, that's that's one of the bigger dogs I've ever seen. you never seen a Great Dane before? I've seen a Great Dane, but, like, I mean, that's a 205-pound Great Dane. Yeah. What dog have you hung out that's bigger than that? That one. Yeah, exactly. It's a big fucking dog. And just seeing whiskey next to it. They don't even look like the same species. <laughs> it and is it, funny. Like, what, where does so like people have had dogs for years? When did that the separation happen? Like, you know, to have Great Danes or fucking because you know people in Germany had Rottweilers and German Shepherds, and then people in Italy had their own fucking thing. And then where the are Golden Retrievers just American? Like, so there's um, I don't know all of the specifics of when of all the breeds came out and stuff, but I know that like. Certain breeds of dogs have been like native to regions forever. Like corgis were like little hunting dogs yeah. from like Scotland and all there. Uh, and like all those other ones are from those things. But like they all used to be basically that, but a wolf. And then we were like, "Hey, come hang out with us, and we'll feed you, and and you like let us pet you, and protect the house. And, and then you like bark if stuff comes by." And then you don't have to go hunt and kill stuff. We'll kill stuff for you. <laughs> and some of the dogs were like, yo, that sounds nice. And now we have pets. It's kind of cool, right? Pretty cool. We got hunting dogs. That's what I love about, like, the like yellow labs when you see yeah. them, like, going duck hunting. And they'll go and, like, dive into the river and grab the dead duck and shit. It's like, and they know how to grab it without, like, damaging the meat. It's like, that's, it's just so crazy how you could just train an animal to do that. It's just in their DNA to just go grab goose by the neck. Yeah. Just carry it lightly. Dude, I, it's so, so my dog is a puggle lab mix. Which is insane. It's so weird. So when I was looking for him. Do you have a picture? Yeah. Uh, when I was looking for him, when I was getting him. I was Googling best dog breeds for lazy people <laughs> because I'm lazy. And I was like, you know, I, I want a dog that I'm not going to have to, like, change my whole life for. So. I mean, he looks just like a black lab. He looks lab, like, like a black like, lab. curly tail. And yeah. He does, like, the beagle leg point and stuff. But, really? That's so funny. Uh, but so I was Googling best dog breeds for lazy people, and I got an ad for this Puggle mix. And his puppy picture was so fucking cute. Um, but yeah, so his mom was like a 30 pound puggle and his dad was a hundred pound black lab that jumped the fence, uh, and banged her. And so she had like a litter of puppies and I got him. And, uh, the very first time I took him to the dog park in Denton that had water, he sees the water and he just sprints and free dives into it. <laughs> like no hesitation. Like there's a three foot drop. He jumps into the water just immediately and is swimming around. It's like the happiest he's ever been. He has been so good at catching stuff and fetch since fucking day one. It took the hardest Doesn't part of sound learning very to play lazy. Fetch with him, well, I know it sucked. 
But, but the hardest part Sorry. of learning fetch with him was getting him to drop the ball. So to play fetch, what I would have to do is I would take two balls, I'd throw one, he'd go get it, and then he would run back with it, and then I would show him the new ball, and he'd drop it, and I'd throw the second one. Really? Yeah, and then eventually it got to the point where he would drop it when he brought it back. It's so funny. Yeah, but, it, you know, you see, like, that DNA in them where they just want to go and grab stuff and bring it back. <sighs> it's just so... I don't know. I just lost my train of thought on that one. Yeah, dog. We've been driving for a long time. Well, we haven't been driving for that long. We fucking, sl- we like woke up late as ass. And yeah. We, we didn't Oops. leave until 11. We left at like 12. I was still jerking off in the bed at 11. Dude, what do you? <laughs> Is that when housekeeping came by? Yeah. And she knocked. She was like, housekeeping. I was like, I'll be right out. And she was like, take your time. And I was like, oh, I will. I jerk off into hotel washcloths. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know why anybody would ever use a hotel washcloth, like, on their actual face. Oh, no. Creepy. Um, And they have tissues right there, and I just use the washcloth anyway. Because it's nice after you're done jerking off, and you just kind of get to clean up clean up the your little dick hole and stuff. And it's, like, yeah. so comforting. <coughs> now, um, do you think that... No way. The... Raiders running back Josh Jacobs just got an 86-yard walk-off touchdown. Oh, that's sick. Um, do you think that um, housekeepers are evil and should die? Are evil? Yeah. That's not really a thought that's crossed my mind, no. Really? Okay. Uh, I hate them. Why? I hate them so much um, because they suck and they drive me bonkers. Oh, oh fuck yeah. They clean up- I won my fantasy game. It's a miracle. I thought I was getting cooked this week. He had Pirine, but somehow his fucking kicker lost a point. Incredible. What a G move. Um, anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, you hate housekeepers for whatever reason. Oh, what, I hate them so fucking whatever much. Reason. All right, so we go to stay at uh, your aunt's house for Thanksgiving. Wednesday night we get in. I'm sleeping on this couch. I'm too big. I, just, I, I can't sleep on a couch. It's I need... Cold air on my body. I need a pillow. I need a blanket, and I need to be able to roll side to side. Sure. I just need that so I can sleep good. It wasn't happening on the couch, so I got a hotel. There are these cheap ass hotels in Fort Walton Beach that are just like right there on the ocean front that yeah. are like sixty bucks a night. Yeah. They're fucking smoking rooms, so it's just like cheap old motels. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I don't give a shit. It's a bed. Book my room. Uh, when I check in, I always tell them, hey, how? what's late checkout? And every hotel in America, noon. The latest you can stay is noon. And then you can always ask them, well, how late, uh, what, what time do you start charging for me to stay? And, and, like, some places it's 1, some places it's 2, some places are assholes and it's, like, right at 12. You know, but there's always, like, a different policy for when they charge you for how late you stay. So... I asked them, and they're like, two or three, you know, just talk to us. It's like, okay. So then morning of uh, Friday, when we got to check, when I got to check out of my hotel. Yeah. Or Saturday, I got to check out of my hotel. Fucking 11 a.m. rolls around, and my fucking phone's ringing. I'm like, hello? Uh, will you be checking out today or staying over? I'm like, I'm, I'm checking out. I'll check out in like an hour or so. Is that all right? And they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. Five minutes later, I'm about to fall back asleep. Boom, 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 boom. Housekeeping. It's like, I'm checking out at noon. Boom, 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 boom. Housekeeping. I'm checking out at noon. Like, I'm yelling at them. And then I got to get out of bed and walk over and be like, hey, man, I just talked to the front desk. They go, okay, well, they didn't tell us. All right, dog, fucking, I I don't care. Stop knocking on my door. If I don't answer, that means I'm not coming. Can you figure that out? Go to the next room. Yeah. I'm going to come on every single object in this fucking room now. You're going to have to clean it up because you fucking knocked on the door, you asshole. How do you punish housekeepers? I've never had that issue. Really? No, Damn. I think that they're hardworking, nice people. Jesus. you got to travel more. They're the devil. I, I never I never stay till the, the end of the checkout. Why? Why would I? So you can sleep. The whole point of having a hotel I'm, is you stay out until fucking 3 a.m. and then you go pass out at a hotel. No, nah, most of the time... I'm in an area. If I have a hotel, it means I, I want to actually go do shit in that area and not sleep till 11 and miss half my day. Damn. 
fucking guy. That's wild. Enjoy your mornings, loser. I don't want to enjoy my morning, but if I'm going to, you know, if I'm in, if I'm at, you know, Disney World, I'm not going to sleep in until 12. Why not? That's crazy. What You're going to stay up till fucking 3 or 4 a.m.? Yeah. And then, and then you're going to wake up at 10? Yes. And Psychopath. En- and enjoy the shit that I paid to be there for. How are you going to enjoy it when you're dog-ass tired and hungover? Alcohol. Okay. Uh, that sounds awful to me. I do my ideal day is I fucking I go out and I party and I have fun and I don't worry about what time it is or if I'm tired and when I'm get tired I say all right the party is over and then I go back I eat some food and I go to sleep and then the next day I wake up when I wake up I hate being woken up nothing makes me want to put a bullet in another human being more than making me arise from a slumber <laughs> dog I was asleep I was in the perfect place that's like the diet death. I'm just doing a free trial of not having any bills, not having to pay taxes, not having to worry about anything. I'm just living in the fantasy land, and you're going to come and rip me out of that? You're going to rape me into existence? (laughs) Come and jiggle my arm, knock on my door, make me talk to to the world? So fucked up. I hate being woken up. I mean, the things that you hate the most are so odd. Why? What else do I hate that's odd? Housekeepers, there's people doing their job. Maybe you weren't being... They're not doing their job. They probably hate you. Your job is to clean. Your job is not to wake people up. If your fat ass is sleeping in until 1 p.m. Bitch, if it says do not disturb, follow the fucking instructions. Do not disturb. Go to the next one. The proper protocol there is you see do not disturb. You think, oh, man, this person doesn't want to be disturbed. They paid money to be here. The only reason that I'm cleaning this room and have a job is because people continue to come and stay at this place and sleep here. So maybe if they don't want to be disturbed, I don't fucking disturb them. And I'll just up the chain of command. My job is to clean rooms. It's not to make decisions. I didn't get here because I'm a fucking CEO. I got here because I need something to make money. And my most marketable skill is doing things that people don't want to do, a.k.a. cleaning. How many so, times have you been woken up by a housekeeper that you have this vendetta? Probably 100, 200 at least. What? Dude. Man, you're, I've you been know, staying in like you know 100 that, plus hotel rooms a year for like seven or eight years in a row now. You know that uh, You know that saying where if you run into an asshole, that dude's an asshole, but if everyone you run into is an asshole, then you're the asshole? Yeah. Maybe you're the asshole here, bro. Okay, so how about this? How about this? If you're a Jew in Nazi Germany and you run around and everyone's a fucking asshole... Are you saying that the Nazis were right, Galen? That doesn't even make sense. No, in, because in your the Jew scenario, ran into everybody sense. and everybody else is the asshole. So that means there's the Jew, Jew is the there's, asshole? There's other Jewish people. Oh, yeah. Where you're going to run into them? No, they're hiding. They're, they're hiding. hiding. Okay. So all the other people. There's regular people there, too. Okay, but I'm saying everybody that you run into, every Nazi, every housekeeper, every, every Nazi that you run into is an asshole to you. Does that mean that the Nazis are all assholes or does that mean that you're the asshole? I mean, maybe if you just woke up 30 minutes earlier, you wouldn't have to hear it. Yeah, or maybe the Nazis should stop being Nazis. I mean, it's you in know, their jo- stop siding with Nazi Germany, Galen. It's in their job description. They're just doing their job. Exactly. Just doing their job is how a lot of Jews get killed and a lot of Mike Eatons get woken up. Those things are on the same level of atrocity. Waking me up is as bad as the Holocaust. You want to say that again? Waking me up is as bad as the Holocaust. Jesus. It's, dude, come on. It, don't wake me up. The Holocaust happened forever ago. Waking me up happens every day. They woke, did housekeeping wake you up today? Yeah, they sure fucking did. <laughs> they woke me up vacuuming the fucking halls. Were they really? Yeah, dude, I was ready to fucking, I, this is why I can't own a gun. Because I would get woken up at 7.30 in the morning after a night of fun, and I would go out with a suppressed machine gun in the hallways and just fucking fop, 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 Las Vegas, those hoes. They were not sweet. They were not vacuuming at 7.30 a.m. They were doing shit at 7.30 a.m., and also, when people didn't answer their doors, they would knock like 46 times in a row. Yeah, bro, they were doing that. And it was making me ready to murder. Dog, I was so ready to murder I was trying to play morning. a game because I could hear them knocking on the people, housekeeping, housekeeping, yeah. on the fucking... Uh, each door getting closer And I was jerking off While that was happening So I was trying to finish Before they got there And then it, I heard just Da 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 Housekeeping And I was like I lost I'll be right there <laughs> I lost I Sorry was, I, I'm coming I was trying no, to beat, Literally I'm coming <laughs> I was trying to beat the buzzer That's so funny I just jerk off In the hotel wash glass And I just toss them on the ground 
I um I like to jerk off in the hotel washcloth and then throw them. Where? I, t- I take them with me into the bed. I jerk off into the washcloth. And yes, then I'll just, obviously. I'll just throw it whichever direction. Yeah. Yeah, I try to shoot it onto the Sometimes chair. Sometimes I'll try and land it behind the, t- the thing the TV's on. No. So it falls back there and then starts to grow things. No. Because That's they foul, count them bro. and they got to be like, oh, I wonder where it is. Sometimes I like to come on uh, like the air conditioning unit. What? Just leave a load right there on You've the little. You've never t- done that. No, of course not. All right. Uh, but I will come on the sink. Yeah, I mean, of course. Coming on the sink's a funny one. Coming on the hairdryer is hilarious because if they turn it on, it'll cook. Um, You've never done that. I have done that. I've come in the back of a hairdryer for sure. <laughs> That's so foul. Yeah, dude. Burnt cum smells horrible. <laughs> if you thought burnt fingernails were bad, you should smell burnt cum. I don't think I've ever smelled burnt fingernails. Oh, they're pretty bad. Fingernails are made out of the same stuff as your hair, so they can light on fire. But burnt fingernails smell like very dense burnt hair. So bad, bro. You were telling me earlier that you just you don't clip your toenails. Oh, I you fuck you. <laughs> you don't clip your toenails. You disgusting animal. I saw your fucking fun dip yogurt spoon of a fucking big toenail <laughs> sticking out, and you said no. Your socks cut them. Well, they don't cut them. They just grind them down naturally as you walk. No, that's a real they thing. Don't. I, your I've, socks do not grind down your nails unless you have some kind of soft ass nail disease. You saw you saw you the need, work. Yeah, I saw the work, and I saw the fucking bleached tips of a fucking toenail <laughs> you got chilling out. You just got one dude that looks like he's wearing one of those fucking hats that has the big spiky hair sticking out of it. Your you big ever, toenail looks like you use it to do coke. <laughs> you ever uh, you ever see like the Guinness Book of World Records record holder for? Uh, longest nails. Longest nails. The curly shits. Yeah, they're fucking scary looking. Yeah, and you just see the video of Steve-O chugging a beer off of him. Oh, bro, that they that dude keeps his nails in a a bag. Yeah. How crazy is that? That that guy just walking around with his hands in bags. Yeah. It's like what? How how proud of you? Uh, no one's gonna beat that. Nobody's out there actively like training to beat that, right? Oh, there for sure is. There's somebody in second place just waiting for him to fall. Are you th- you really think so? Yeah, for sure. Why? Why and where? I don't know. Why Definitely is anybody New doing Orleans, that? Louisiana. No, it's some poor country where they don't have anything else. Yeah, that guy. The guy. The guy. He's who, in like Marrakesh, India, or something. Yeah, he's like Indian as fuck, which is weird because how is he supposed to answer the phone calls with those fucking? <laughs> uh, Thank you for calling Microsoft. One second. Click 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 click. Oh, I've hung up again. <laughs> You think that was racist? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, oh. look at this dude. Oh, Diana, Diana Armstrong. Armstrong. It's a lady? Oh, well, it is now. That guy died. Yeah, see? She was already growing her nails. That's what I'm saying. There was already somebody waiting to take over. So that how long? The you, dirt. So she's had. she's been growing her nails, that said, for 22 years. I mean, when? so you think the last time she sucked dick was like 22 years ago? No, probably like 18. I bet when they weren't, like, aggressively long, she could still get dick. Four years is a long time. To just not cut your nails? Yeah. What you just saw with my feet, that's, like, two weeks. Imagine that times four years. Well, it doesn't grow at that same super. They start to curl and stuff. They still grow. Bro, imagine ripping that off, though. It would just rip out of the nail bed. Tony Casillas said that happened to him recently. He tripped and fell down his stairs and (laughs) ripped his toenail out. Oh. And then when they were going to put the toenail back in, they were having to sew a piece of the nail into his bed. So they had to go through the nail, into the skin, out of the skin, through the nail, and then sew back up. Why wouldn't they just let him grow a new nail? You can't. It ripped it out of the bed. You have to sew that back in or it won't grow. Yeah. So he just said, fuck it, I'll just not have a nail there. Really? Yeah, it hurt too bad. Bruh. So now he's just going to have like a skin a skin nail. Oh! Yeah, creepy looking, right? Which toe? I don't know, one of his one of his little ones. That's savage, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. Dude, do you think that's OJ in that white Bronco? That's a Bronco? Yeah, going fast, too. It's an old Bronco. I mean, I don't think OJ did it at all. Really? No, of course he did. Yeah, that'd be crazy to think he didn't do it. 
Isn't it hilarious that like everybody in the world knows that he did it, including himself, and he's just out here like on Twitter, like, "Hey, Twitter world, yeah, I ate some ice cream today." He's just like, "What the fuck? Where are the bodies?" No, I mean they found the bodies. I hope Elon verifies them. <laughs> Verified OJ. It's gonna be the best. Would um, you? Would you rather have? God, I hate your would you rather questions. They're say, always awful. Would you rather? Who would you rather have drinks with, though? OJ or Lyle Menendez? Which one's that? Uh, one of the Menendez, Menendez brothers, the high-profile case where they killed their parents. Oh, and they and got caught. Because they spent all their money, like, buying yeah. Lamborghinis. Um, I'd probably rather drink with uh, probably Menendez, just because they know how to party. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I think who is it? I think it was Dion Waiters. I, or I forgot, but there's some basketball card that's now worth yeah. so much money because they're in the background of it at Madison yeah. Square Garden. Dude, How the, crazy is that? Dude, the best one, though, is that guy that got off on the murder charge because he's in the background of a Curb Your Enthusiasm scene. What? You know about that? No. So there's this dude, he got a fucking murder charge, and uh, his lawyer got him acquitted because in a scene from Curb Your Enthusiasm, you can see him in the background at this, I, I think it's like a Yankees game or some shit, but it's something that acquits, it's like a perfect alibi, he couldn't be where the murders were, so he was acquitted because he was in the background of a Curb Your Enthusiasm scene. That, I mean, he didn't have his fucking ticket stub from the game, you know what I mean? Right. That can't be the only thing. You can have a ticket stub and not have proof you were at the game. I mean, it's pretty cl- damn near close. Yeah, that's not, it's shadow of a doubt, Galen. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but you're innocent until proven guilty, so it would be within a shadow of a doubt that they had to put you there, not the opposite. Yeah, so if they had all this other evidence that you did it, and then your evidence that you didn't do it is a ticket stub, <laughs> there's wins. But if you have a video proving you were at the game where you said you were, so, I don't know. Isn't I don't that crazy? You're, it, you're just at a fucking game watching 